This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk with Omiyal Saleh and Hani Balkis on Pulse 95. Good afternoon, everyone. I hope you're all having a fantastic Monday. It is still the beginning of the week and we are still having our energy levels high up high. And you're listening to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world is being brought to you right here on Pulse95. Lots and lots to get into today, starting with Apple, because big news is coming from uh, their quarters, because they're going to be making their first flagship iPhones in India. Now, this is definitely uh, news that is interesting to hear, since we all know that most of the iPhones, if not all of them, are actually manufactured and assembled in China. Designed in California, but assembled in China. So why are they going to be moving to India and what benefits will that bring? We're going to be giving you all the details on that as well as new ways of detecting COVID-19 because French hospitals are now testing a new breathalyzer machine that could detect COVID-19 within a few seconds. No need for the uncomfortable uh, procedures that usually are done to detect COVID-19 through the different tests and the nasal swabs. But coming up on Future Talk as well, we're going to be talking about an Instagram bug that has been accessing a lot of people's camera. So a lot of people have been seeing their camera on indicator on their iOS 14 devices. What's going on, Apple? We're going to be giving you all the details on that as well. And if you've always wanted a screen that is basically unbreakable, today is your good day because we're talking about a new phone screen glass that can withstand a six-foot fall. How crazy is that? That we are now creating glasses and glass for our iPhones uh, that can withstand any falls and any scratches. Coming up on Future Talk as well, we're talking about a very interesting uh, invention that I have come across. An engineer, a YouTuber, has built a barber robot that can give quarantine haircuts. It is all in Uh, the goal and the aim of making sure that he is following all the precautionary measures. He did not want a barber that has been cutting the hair of many, many people to be touching his own. Did it work or did it not? This is what we're going to be finding out in just a few moments. So keep Pulse95 locked um, because Future Talk has lots and lots to offer for you all. We're going to be right back. You're listening to Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. If you were to take a look at the back of your iPhone, you will see a familiar phrase that has been printed on almost all iPhones. Designed by Apple in California, but assembled in China. However, this is about to change because Foxconn, which is the company whose employees tend to assemble all of Apple's iPhones in China, has got some news for us today. They are actually uh, planning on building an iPhone 11 unit in a facility near a city called Chinya in India. Now, this is the first time that Apple has made one of its top-tier iPhones in that country. So we are definitely used to China basically manufacturing all of Apple's iPhones. The design is done by Apple's uh, team in California. However, the manufacturing and the assembly tends to happen in China. Now, a lot of you may be wondering, why is it that Apple can't really manufacture its own iPhones? Is it because labor prices are much cheaper in China? 
China? This is definitely one of the reasons, but it is not the only reason. And we're going to be getting into that in just a few moments. But this is actually not the first time that Apple has manufactured its products in India. Because back in 2017, all those Apple fans will remember that Apple has actually manufactured its lower-priced iPhone models in India and reportedly it has also been considering moving production of its more premium models there for quite some time. So three years later, India is still one of the spots that Apple is targeting. But India was actually the second biggest smartphone market in the world back in 2019. So it was ahead of the US and second only to China. So Apple planning to scale up its production in India is definitely uh, in its place. And this definitely would in turn reduce how much it depends on China, where most of its iPhones are currently made. Now, this is definitely a move coming right after uh, iPhone or Apple has actually decided to start manufacturing its own chips for its iMacs. So it was actually depending on Intel and now it's planning to do all of its chips in-house. So we're seeing Apple becoming less dependent on other manufacturers and other companies and more dependent on its own. But the way an iPhone becomes the iPhone that we know in our hands is actually quite interesting. The parts are, are manufactured and assembled by over a million employees at a company called Foxconn that is based in China. And then once all these parts are manufactured, they are shipped ahead to other countries, including the U.S. So why doesn't Apple manufacture its own iPhones in the U.S.? Well, if it were to do that, this would definitely mean far fewer jobs uh, for the workers that are currently assembling their jobs, uh, their parts in China. Um, and it's definitely not going to pay any bills. But also, while Apple tops the premium smartphone market in India, it has only 1% share of the total smartphone market there so the iPhone's price actually puts it out of reach for many customers in India if it were to go ahead and sell locally made devices in India Apple would actually be able to avoid a 20% import duty that India imposes on foreign made electronics in simpler terms an iPhone in India is almost double the price it is in the US or even right here in the UAE once you adjust the pricing to their local currency and that's a very expensive phone for any part of the world but especially in India so it's not clear yet whether the devices that are being manufactured uh, in India will be for sale only within India or if they're going to be shipped for the broad for the broader worldwide market because We've seen this happen in the past. Apple actually decided to open an assembly company or assembly manufacturing uh, in Brazil once upon a time and it worked for a while until not enough sales were made and the company had to shut down. So how often we'll be seeing uh, phones or iPhones manufactured in India is something that we're definitely going to keep you updated with. But let's move to a different part of the world where tech is also being made. We're going to be traveling all the way to France because a hospital in the southern French city of Lyon is currently testing patients with a new machine that could possibly predict COVID-19. So this machine uh, allows its patients to breathe into a tube to see whether they have COVID-19 in a matter of seconds. We are no longer talking about one day long results or five minute results. We're talking about seconds 
it only takes seconds for this machine to predict whether or not a patient has COVID-19. This machine is currently entering a second trial phase and it's basically a breathalyzer. So it's been tested for the past three months on dozens of people, among whom about 20 had the coronavirus and the others did not. Unlike the uncomfortable standard PCR tests, the nasal swabs, the laser tests that we've seen, this test is actually not invasive at all and it provides quite an immediate result if I want to say so. It's the same principle as a classic breathalyzer test. So what the machine does is basically register the molecules in the exhaled air. So once we breathe in, we take a breath out and then the machine will actually test all of the molecules that are coming out with your exhaling and then it will go ahead and detect whether or not there are traces of the coronavirus inside that breath so the objective was to basically have this machine functional by the end of the year so this type of quick testing would mean that having the results right away will allow all healthcare professionals to move their patients to the right area of the hospital right away so the quicker we can diagnose, the quicker healthcare professionals can treat all COVID-19 patients. And there's uh, actually an independent virus expert who was reviewing this invention. Uh, she said that it was a step in the right direction, but at this stage, this machine would actually be too expensive for widespread distribution in hospitals. So cost is definitely one of the biggest players when it comes to adopting a new technology. If it's a great technology, but the price is too high, can we actually uh, have it become a right for many hospitals for it to own? Now, if the hypothesis is proved correct, we could possibly see a second or third generation machine that could cost a lot less with the same function. But that definitely, uh, at the end of the day, depends on how quickly are we going to adopt this technology. Let me know. Are you with uh, using such a machine where you're basically going to be breathing out and that machine could detect if COVID-19 is found in your breath? Or would you rather stick to the much cheaper option of having a PCR test? Let me know what you think of it. Send in your thoughts at 4215-DO-IT-THIS-A-LOT or slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Future Talk still has lots and lots to offer for you all. Coming up, we're going to be tackling a very interesting invention of glass that can prevent your iPhone from breaking down. New tech you might want to play with. I have a question for everyone tuning in to us right now. How many of you own a Pyrex dish? I know it is a bit of an unusual question to ask on Future Talk. It's not a cooking show. I know. I hear you. But hear me out. Those dishes are strong and durable. Uh, they are made of glass and they can basically withstand the heat once you place them in the oven. Any mother tuning into us right now must have a Pyrex dish one uh, or in her kitchen. But the company behind those dishes is actually called Corning Gorilla Glass and it has also created the first ever glass screen on an iPhone. So for those of you who own an iPhone, the first iPhone glass was actually made by this company. But now the company is rolling out its newest iPhone glass protector, the Gorilla Glass Victus, which it says it will make the phone screens dramatically more resistant to scratches and breakages. But you know what's the best part of that? The best part of it is that a phone screen made with this glass should be able to withstand any fall, even if it is as high as six 
feet long without a single crack. Now, doesn't that sound like a dream come true for all those who own iPhones or even any phone nowadays? Having your screen break easily is definitely one of the worst things that you could possibly have happen to your phone. Once the glass is cracked, that's it. Because our phones are based on touch screens. So if the phone is cracked, then that means you're not going to be able to use your phone as efficiently. But this innovation is definitely very crucial at a time when all of us are hanging on to our phones much longer. Especially during lockdown, all of us were actually absor- absorbed by our phones. It was the way we communicated with our loved ones. It was the way we did our work it was the way we kept our kids busy it was the way we uh, made sure that the recipes are done right it was all being done through our phone and as equipment manufacturers inc- increasingly uh, start to create and design thinner more flexible mobile devices one of them being apple another is being samsung they're all going for that sleek thin design that means much more of the phone is basically a screen and the glass. So for those of you who are wondering about how many people would actually pick a much more durable screen over better features in their phones, the the, the answer is durability is actually the number two priority for customers. And this is uh, done by a survey or that this has actually been found out in a survey that was uh, done testing more than many many thousands of customers who were going to buy a new phone so their uh, answers were that when they were out shopping for a new phone the most the second most important thing for them was durability of the phone the fact that it could last them for many more years than a typical phone would the next uh, priorities were battery life camera quality and screen size so phone makers definitely need better glass to make their devices more compelling attract more customers and have cooler designs but those designs definitely expose the phones to much more damage so they have to make better glass phones that can tumble anytime will definitely be a lot safer with a screen protector coming out of the the gorilla corno glass because their newest glass is actually called victus and as i mentioned it can withstand about six uh, six feet long uh, fall which is a very big fall if we were thinking about it you know uh, even the tallest amongst us will surely appreciate such glass protection but along with drop resistance which has definitely been the focus uh, in the last few years for the gorilla glass corning company the new victus class also brings with it enhanced scratch resistance so for all those of you who like to carry many things at once or find themselves carrying many things at once you know the car key the mask the phone uh, then you have your purse or your backpack and it's just like a lot of things in between your hands this is definitely going to be coming in handy because a lot of the times scratches actually impact our screens a lot more than we think so this uh, screen protector can also make sure that your phone screen is scratch free the company is also claiming that its newest glass can actually uh, offer twice the resistance of their previous products and four times the resistance of any other competing glass protector which makes it a much stronger offering to bear uh, the marks left by keys and coins now 
Let's not get ahead of ourselves though. Even though this new glass will protect our devices, we also need to remember that it does not make our phones unbreakable. So even though we can definitely uh, ensure safety for our phones, we do need to make sure that we're not putting our phones in the face of danger. So uh, Victus or the glass protector can actually reduce the risk of a screen getting damaged after a fall. However, if you choose to throw your phone or scratch it intentionally, it will certainly break. So it's not unbreakable. Also, all the metal and dirt particles that can stick on your keys or your coins can damage the glass more than a scratch could. So uh, even though it does protect your phone from scratches, it's not going to protect it from the dirt that you pick up uh, while picking up your phone and other devices at the same time. So... We're definitely going to be seeing Victus Glass appearing on smartphones pretty soon because what we can count on is that the next wave of premium phones like Samsung's new phone will be the first to introduce the Victus Glass with the product coming in the next few months. Perhaps even Apple will join the bandwagon and will jump on the bandwagon. But apparently Victus also won't cost us more to adopt, which is great news in this day and age. We can definitely choose to save a few dirhams here and there um, they have been hinting that the new glass will come with a premium price tag however companies will be paying for this a lot more than we will since at the end of the day if they are marketing improved scratch resistance that means uh, they'll be f throwing away fewer scratch screens at that factory so it just seems that they're not passing along those savings quite yet let me know do you have any interesting stories on how you have broken your phone once upon a time? I definitely have an interesting one. Uh, one day I was cooking and that phone, instead of, you know, putting away all of the ingredients I had on the countertop, I put away my phone and ended up falling from the countertop. So let me know if you have any funny stories that you would share with me. Slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio or text in at 4215. I'd love to hear if you would be willing to buy this glass protector. Definitely an interesting one and I want to hear your thoughts on it as well. Coming up, Future Talk still has lots and lots to offer for you all. We're going to be talking about an Instagram bug that has been showing a camera on indicator for all of its iOS 14 devices. Apple, you might just need to be uh, strengthening your privacy on all of your iPhones. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Future Talk with Omni Al Saleh and Hany Balkas on Pulse 95. Future Talk. Apple, oh Apple, they keep coming out with newest and uh, new iOS updates. But why do all of these updates have some type of bug that touches upon the issue of privacy? Because this time, the issue of privacy is coming hand in hand with Instagram. So the latest iOS 14 beta mode, which as we mentioned, if you ever want to install a beta mode, you have to be sure that you are expecting some bugs to come along the way. But the latest iOS 14 beta mode has been creating a lot of unexpected behavior coming out of Instagram. Some people have been reporting that they are seeing their camera turn on without them even knowing, without them using uh, the selfie mode, without them filming anything in specific. And 
The green camera on indicator while using Instagram has been coming on as they were scrolling through their Instagram feeds. They weren't taking any photos or videos as I've mentioned. But an Instagram spokesperson has been uh, commenting on this issue and saying that the behavior was actually a bug embedded within the iOS system and far away from Instagram. And it's currently wor- they're currently working on fixing it. So... The app's create mode is accessible from the Instagram camera, which could basically set off the camera indicator. And swiping into the application's camera from the feed may also cause this glitch. So we only tend to access our cameras or they only tend to access our cameras when we ask them to. So that's basically when you swipe from your Instagram feed, from scrolling on all the different people that you follow to your camera. So the minute they found out that there was a bug, they went ahead and are currently working on fixing that bug in the iOS 14 beta version. That mistakenly indicates that some people are using the camera when they aren't. So what what brings relief though in this issue is that no content is being recorded so all of what the camera has been picking up has been deleted hopefully that's at least what instagram uh, said that it did and the behavior looks to be yet another issue of ios 14's aggressive new user notifications which basically alert users to app behaviors like clipboard copying and we've talked about this on future talk uh, a few episodes ago we've seen a lot of ios apps one of them being tiktok another being linkedin that were discovered to basically have been accessing users clipboard content uh, since whenever a third-party application accesses the clipboard of a device with ios 14 a notification pops up and this has been the biggest marketing point uh, of ios 14 that they are trying to be as transparent as they can with all of their users so if you're using the camera if you're uh, voice recording even a conversation there will be little light indicators that pop up on your iphone to notify you that you are currently being recorded so the tiktok parent company ByteDance uh, has been planning on stop ac- stopping to access devices clipboards so i hope tiktok follows that trend because tiktok has definitely been banned in a lot of countries because of this issue but uh, they've also been working on another update that has an anti or anti-spam measure so this feature was actually never introduced to android devices before but it has been introduced to apple devices in the past and is currently going to be introduced as well in the newest iOS uh, 14 feature. So Instagram has also been working on fixing its own bugs and its own apps uh, lately. We've seen that when in the ways it's been fighting misinformation because of the coronavirus. We've seen it with its six sister company, uh, Facebook, where they've also been trying to fight misinformation in the form of fighting conspiracy theories. So lots and lots is being done to hopefully protect our privacy and manage security breaches. Let me know, have you seen this glitch in the iOS 14? Have you downloaded the iOS 14 beta version uh, at all? And how do you feel about it? Are you a little concerned about the security breach? Does this stop you from downloading the newest beta versions? Because I personally, uh, I'm not going to be trying to download the beta version until the iOS 14 is publicly announced for all iPhones. Because that's when I'll feel safe and sound on downloading this newest uh, feature. Let me know. Share your thoughts with me at 4215 Do Earth This A Lot or slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Coming up, we're going to be talking all about 
a very interesting story that honestly brings me uh, a little bit of laughter because an engineer went ahead and built a barber robot to give himself a quarantine haircut. The measures that we are willing to go to keep our health safe. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. During the coronavirus pandemic, we've definitely been very creative in doing our daily activities. One of them being haircuts. We've seen uh, couple, couples take turns in cutting each other's hairs. We've seen mothers become the new barbers and opening their own barber shop and in the comfort of their own home. And we've definitely seen very interesting haircuts once lockdown was over and people were actually resuming their daily activities. But this has got to be one of the riskiest ways I've come across to cut your own hair. Because we're talking about a YouTuber and an engineer who basically published a new video showing off a homemade robot holding a pair of scissors and cutting his own hair. Not the robot's hair. The robot has no hair. It's the YouTuber's hair. And the host and the subject of the video is called Shane. He did not lose an eye. He did not lose an ear, luckily, during the haircut. But it definitely does show off the construction of his machine. And he went ahead and explained how that machine worked. Now, it was definitely quite trendy at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic to lament, uh, whine about our inability to get a haircut by our favorite barber, not being able to visit our favorite hairdresser. Our hair was definitely struggling. No trims were made. But that thing has definitely died down as many salons and barber shops were reopening in the UAE and throughout the world. And even though these places are back to business as usual, a lot of people have definitely struggled in feeling safe and have definitely got a lot of anxiety coming out of the fact that they're just not ready to resume their normal day-to-day life yet and to visit all of their favorite places just like they did pre-coronavirus. So a number of people were still avoiding uh, those places so that they can minimize the risk of contracting the virus. So for most people, that meant either allowing their hair to grow out or risking an at-home haircut. And this YouTuber, Shane, has definitely decided to come up with his very own way so he built this robot that was definitely actually interesting to witness as he was explaining in his video Uh, his channel is called stuff made here and he was explaining how he came about to creating the video the technique that he followed and it's interesting to see how complex it was for this robot to learn how to cut hair something that many people might or at least barbers themselves might feel like you know it's second hand it's second nature to them this robot was actually struggling to get all the angles right he had a vacuum uh, incorporated within the robot so that the robot would basically suck the hair and then the pair of scissors that the robot was holding would be snipping off the ends of the hair a lot of you may be wondering what was the result of that haircut let me tell you it's not the best i've seen and he will shane the inventor of the robot will also admit it's not the best haircut i've seen Uh, He definitely had a robot mullet simply because the robot could not reach the back of his head and his hair was taller at the back of it, longer at the back of his head than uh, the rest of his hair was. It was a little uneven, it was a little dusty, but nonetheless, 
it got the job done. His wife only had to trim the back of his head. But it's definitely an interesting invention to see come to life uh, and want to see born because of the coronavirus pandemic. Who would have known that in the day and age of coronavirus, we would have to uh, bring uh, robots to cut our own hair. So let me know what have you done to basically adapt to the coronavirus pandemic have you had to create uh, any inventions yourself have you been creative in the way you cut your hair have you cut your husband's hair or has your husband trimmed your own hair let me know sign into our dms at pulse 95 radio or text us in at 4215 future talk sadly is coming to an end but we're going to be opening the airwaves for the only place to be at three the halftime show with the one and only hamadid duri <laughs> how are you doing i'm good <laughs> How are you really doing? How are you really doing? <laughs> What a day it's been already, huh? I know, it's been a very packed, full day. Productive. <laughs> very productive. Productive. And I have to say, you did a great job today on your show. Oh, thanks. That's awesome work. That was sweet of you to say. Awesome work. Awesome work. Coming up on my show, though, today, I'll tell you on the halftime show, we've got the UAE national team player for the women's football team. Adija Hamadi is going to be on the show, and I can't wait. So that's going to be later on on the show. We're also going to be talking about the uh, the closure of a couple of sports has happened, mm. including the Premier League. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Women in sport. That's definitely one of my favorite topics to hear. Women power. Go all the way. <laughs> Girl power. Go all the way. Uh, you got to stay tuned for Ahmed Duri's show and uh, the rest of the Pulse95 shows because they're definitely going to be keeping you entertained throughout your day. I hope you all have a blessed afternoon. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll see you next time. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.